Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Training Camp Special. Jay Binkley with Dusty Likens, Kramer Sansone producing the operation. Chiefs Keep inside. Crane. Chiefs inside. We're outside. It's not doing anything right now. It was raining sideways. It's, it's actually though. very nice outside. It was raining sideways. Got so the we, mower out here. Got the John Deere. He's cutting the grass. I had to keep this this, this equipment from Shorten for cutting gold tomorrow. And by the way, I'm glad I didn't get the snow cone chip earlier. I was going to wait for Why's Jones. Well, uh, because so you can get a chip and prepay it. I was going to go get one for him. If Wait, Chris Jones doesn't pay for his own snow cone? No, you got, we, we're we, paying for it? We get them all for him. Do they give it to but us Cody, for free? Cody, no, Cody, Cody buys them. Oh, Chris Jones is in debt to Cody, Cody Tapp. Cody buys them. He came by that one uh, day of rookie mini camp. The last I weekend. saw that, yeah. Yeah, so he didn't come in. So, they, they, they ended up having to do two snow cones. So you can't walk up to this cone of ice and say, hey, this is for 95. No, I don't do that. Well, they, they still say... Yeah, well, it's still three bucks, uh, yeah, Buck. No, yeah, it's seven bucks. But yeah. Seven dollars for a snow cone? Regardless, it's Chris Jones, and he looks good at camp. Like, to me, he's Didn't not Didn't he just get paid? Well, I talked about it earlier. Like, yeah. There's camp guys like your Jody Force and your Marcus Camp. Those are camp right. guys. But Chris Jones is a made guy. Like, he's out here destroying people. Like, Chris Jones looks as good to me at this training camp that I have ever seen. Are you going to do this right now? I'm not kidding you. Are you going to do this right now? I'm going to say. You're the biggest anti-looks camp woman. You're going to do this right now? Yes, I am. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Go ahead. I've done done it with Trey Smith. That's fine. Well, everybody's getting accolades. But you know what? I came in with those before we even saw him. Are we? We're Trey Smith is starting, right? Yeah, that day that I was t- talking about with you, then Mitch sat down with us and said, "Yeah, they play the game tonight." He's starting. Hey, then what well, happened? Well, Mitch called him Brian Waters. But then what happened the next day? Where I've heard the Will Shields beat yeah. Mitch. Then what happened? Yeah, flying comes out here. Trey Smith is number one. He started, didn't he? Yeah, like he started three twenty-five against Cleveland. He's hey, going to be the right guy. Rimmer's been out with the back spasms. Lucas Niang's been taking his place. I'm telling you, man, one door closes, that other door just bams. Is there a, is there a sport? Right now they have three rookies on the offensive line. Is there it's a sport? Overall, but they look better than rookies. Is there a sport more involved with the, with the what is it, the, is it Wally Pip? No, it's not Wally. What is the? Wally Pip. Wally Pip, yeah. yeah. Is there a more sport that fits that mold than football? So Tom Brady do it with the Bledsoe. Bledsoe, yeah. the first to get the $100 million contract. 
Brady, six-round pick, steps right in for You him. remember that game against yeah. the Jets? He got well, blasted on the sideline. All of a sudden, here comes Tom Brady, and all of a sudden, he's holding his hands on his head going, we just won the Super Bowl. Luke Hochaver kind of lost his role to Wade Davis. He goes yeah. down with Tommy John, Davis, Pip. and the rest is history. But Hochaver did come back and, and pitch well for the Royals, but – yeah, he wasn't Wade Davis. One door closes, another door opens. That's the way the football, that's the way Andy Reid goes. And the one thing about Reid is he's got the three rookies out there now. Rimmers will be in there at some point, but, yeah. man, they really like Lucas Niang. And well, he's, he's a stud. He's I figured they'd be a battle with him and Rimmers. Now, Rimmers' agent said that he's going to be the starter. He probably will because of the veteran experience. But I Lucas Niang, he, the whole right side's rookies, man. Right. Niang, Trey Smith. Trey Smith does not look like a rookie. Like, dude is not playing like a rookie. No, he looks like a seven-year vet. And then there's Creed Humphrey that just won the job like that over our guy, Austin Blythe. We're going to talk to Austin later because right. he came into the league. He was drafted by the Colts, goes out to the Rams, starts 16 games a year for the Rams every year. Yeah. I mean, he's at right guard. Got Brian Allen goes out at center. He's the center. He took, like, the fourth most snaps in all the NFL last year right. as the center. So, in his high-paced offense. Again, these guys all come from McVeigh. Fast-paced. Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma with Creed Humphrey. Fast-paced. But they kind of like this battery of Mahomes working with Creed Humphrey. Kind of leads me to the next thing. <laughs> Josh Allen got the bag, man. Well, he should have. He, well, he should have. Right. He finished second in the MVP voting last year ahead of Mahomes, which is a complete and total joke, and you and I both know it. Uh, he had the good stats. That's right. Stephon Diggs made a huge difference in that offense. 100% did. Yeah. But – he gets the bag, $258 million contract. He's going to be getting 43 a year, but 150 is guaranteed. Mahomes, 2022, he'll start making $45 million a year. So and they can restructure that if they want to. He can be restructured, moved around, played with, massaged, you name it. Right. But 141 guaranteed, he's going to hit all the guarantees. He's going to end up making all of that $450 million. Right. You can bank on that. But the Bills, the funny thing is the Bills are in this equation twice. Yeah. Like they pass on Mahomes. But they got Josh Allen. Josh Allen makes and, the but I talked to and they drafted about, defense. But I talked, yeah, they they have. But but still, their defense was not as good as the Colts last year, and I'll get to them in a second. But I will Your say team. this about the Bills: not anymore. They've fallen off. Because well, of I tried team. to tell you, you can't trust Carson Wentz, Bigley. They're off. They're off. I well, you listen to me. You did. You hey, went too far. Hey, I like their line better. I like the running game better. You know what Carson There's Wentz is? Like about Carson like Wentz Pittman coming back. You, and I'll get you back in your time. You know what Carson Wentz is? Carson Wentz is the is the blind date that hits, and then all of a sudden you call him back and you go, "Hey, what's going on?" You're like, "Yeah, you know, I'm just not yeah. feeling it." Well, regardless. So there's so the Bills are in this thing twice. Yeah. And I talked to some of them. I said, "Are people really happy with Josh Allen or they really have him home?" So let's be honest here. Because you, you got Josh Allen now, he's got the bag, finished second in the MVP, or you could have had Mahomes. Right. It could have been your answer, and then you could have moved on once you had Mahomes there, your quarterback. Yeah. It's still a mistake, huge mistake in my opinion. Yes, they got Josh Allen, nice consolation prize. That, that's a good one. Yeah. They'd rather have Mahomes. Mahomes is just better than Josh Allen. But the bottom line is, Allen loses the Chiefs in the regular season in Orchard Park, a game where the Chiefs running game was the story. Yeah, Mahomes, I think, only passed like 20 times. Didn't need to. Bad no. weather, whatever. They yeah. ran the ball, they played defense in that game. Then Allen had his chance in the playoffs, lost to him. Now Baker Mayfield's going to be on the clock, Lamar Jackson. Everybody is searching for this answer quarterback. Like the Dolphins, I think, thought they had the answer in Tua. We'll have to see what he's going to do this year. He disappointed to some extent last year because right. Patrick had to keep taking over for him at different right. times because they didn't know the playbook. Yeah. I'm not guessing that. He said that, so <laughs> that's why I'm going with Tua in that. But yeah. the quick hook, Rosen, gone. Dwayne Haskins, gone. He's in Pittsburgh. I mean, just right. the NFL, man. The new CBA, it's not where you have all that money tied up in your first picks. But the darts are being thrown at quarterbacks. Right. But Allen getting that money, 
you would say, okay, it's going to be Mahomes and Allen for the future. Yes, I think at the present, but there's enough about Buffalo I don't like for the long term. The problem with Buffalo is is that, yes, Josh Allen is the best quarterback in Buffalo since Jim Kelly. Nobody, Nobody's arguing that, right? Like, Jim Kelly went to four Super Bowls, never won one, but he went to four Super Bowls. He's, he's, the, he's still the best they've ever He's had. their best. He's they, better now. He's the player. Right, for now. Josh Allen is very sexy. He's very appetizing. He's very appeasing to the eye. Like with he, Stephon Diggs, because that made right. him a different. And he went to the Jordan and he, his, 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 his numbers went up. He's got the arm power. He's got the arm strength better than Mahomes and Madden. If you're if you're keeping video games like yeah. Kramer does, Kramer big video Matt, games. Mahomes tells the 99 rating, but 97 arm. Allen's got the 99 arm. Yeah, and that's that's fine. That's cute and cheeky. See a throw off. Whatever you, you know, see a throw off. They don't want to do it. You don't want to see the reaction. Uh, here's the thing. The problem with Buffalo and Josh Allen is that they gave Josh Allen everything they wanted because they knew that in order to be successful, Mahomes is the blueprint, right? Mahomes is the guy. You see what he did to the Kansas City Chiefs franchise. They had Alex Smith. What is Alex Smith? He's a poor version of Josh Allen, right? He was older. Josh Allen's younger. But what does Josh Allen do? He moves with his legs. Both he develops. And, and he has a deep guy on his outside. I think, I think, I think listen, I know the history of side. I think. Allen is better than Alex Smith. That's what I said. Okay. I said Alex Smith is a poor man, Josh a Allen. Poor man's okay. poor man's Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Obviously. Josh right. Josh <laughs> Allen got his outside guy. He got Stefan Diggs. You know, slot guy, he's outside guy. What does Josh Allen have? Tremendous arm. A lot of arm strength. Can throw it deep. What did Alex Smith not have? He didn't have a strong arm, but he had Tyreek Hill. What happened when that team got Patrick Mahomes? They went to the promised land and they won the Super Bowl. They became that franchise that every year when you talk about the Chiefs, Super Bowl favorites, MVP favorite Patrick Mahomes. Buffalo saw that in Josh Allen. When they see that and they know that the well is rich, they got to go get that locked up immediately. But what they did is they didn't give themselves any room for improvement to go outside of the cap space and go get more. So my question to you, Jay Binkley, is if Buffalo is going to do that, we saw Buffalo last year twice. The Chiefs did, not we, the Chiefs. Chiefs saw them in the regular season. Yeah, Chiefs saw them in the regular season in Buffalo, lost. Saw him in the AC Championship game where the Chiefs broke Buffalo. There's no question in my mind. I don't care if Buffalo's listening right now. The Chiefs broke the Bills. Josh Allen throwing balls in people's face, getting all upset, fighting, doing all this stuff. They, I don't know if they broke him. They broke him. When is Josh I Allen? I don't know if they broke him. Okay. I think that's strong. When did Josh Allen? Breaking him is like what the Chiefs did to the Jags. Breaking him is what the Chiefs did to the Texans. The Bills are still going to be a good team. But did they not show uncharacteristic traits when the Chiefs beat him? Josh, you've never seen Josh Allen throw a ball in somebody's oh, face on the ground. Oh, you're frustrated, but I'm telling you. You saw Sean McDermott at the end of the game be like, I love these guys. Well, what, what do you have the Bills then? You still got them in that second bubble? I have yeah. them at the top of the second bubble. They're in the I second like bubble. The Colts, they're with Cleveland. Not anymore. They're with Cleveland. They're okay. with Baltimore. They're with all those teams in the AFC. They're going to challenge the Chiefs. My thing is, now you've got adversity. Now you've paid your quarterback. Now you've got the contract. And now, you're John Brown, the Pittsburgh State guy. But the thing that I'm saying, Gorillas, the thing I'm, I'm most concerned with is, Buffalo has done everything they can to keep that team secure. Buffalo's yet to beat the Chiefs. Who's the top team in the AFC, Jay? It's the Chiefs. If you can't beat the Chiefs now, what makes you think you're going to beat the Chiefs moving forward after you've given all your money to all your players now? You don't have any money to spend. You don't have anybody to go get. You can't go find another guy. you gotta, you got to be careful. you got to be careful with the cap. can't go over the cap. You've given Josh Allen all the money with no fluctuation to go with his money. You've given Stephon Diggs the bag. Now, all of a sudden, what you're saying to everybody in the league is that our team that we have right now is good enough to get where we need to get. Well, here's the problem, Jack. You ain't beat the Chiefs yet. You lost them in the regular season at your house in rainy conditions, in Buffalo conditions, 
and you lost him in the NFC Championship game. So there's a lot going on in Buffalo. I get it. Josh Allen is who they need. That's who they want. He's he's a very modern quarterback. He can move with his legs. He's got a powerful arm. He's, he's very good. He's very good. He deserved MVP votes last year. More than Patrick Mahomes. I don't agree with that. No. But the thing is, they've secured their section in the AFC. They think, by this contract, in my mind, they think that what they have right now, the product they put on the field every single Sunday – it's good enough to get them to the Super Bowl in Los Well, Angeles. let's hope it's not false pretenses because before last year when Brady was with the Bucks, the Bills had lost 32 of 35 to the Patriots. I mean, that, that is ownership. And then what Brady happened? Brady gets in Tampa, they beat him. But then Brady But again, moves. it's a false pretense. Right. With, with the guy, like Josh Allen. They're in the bubble. I'm sure McDermott was pissed that Orlando Brown ended up with the Chiefs. Put him I'm in that sure club of guys. Chiefs gained their loss. That's the biggest loss to the Bills this offseason. Orlando Brown going from the Ravens. I still can't the believe Chiefs. they dealt the Chiefs as left tackle. I can't either. I'm, I'm still. I was talking to Chiefs PR about it. I still can't believe the you had the Colts finishing second and, in the AFC. Well, you know, we'll discuss that. We'll talk about the second bubble and why one team is gone at this point. We do that next. Coverage from training camp with Jay Binkley and Dusty Likens continues on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs training camp in St. Joe at the home of Missouri Western. Jay Binkley, Dusty Likens, the Dustman, Kramer Sansone, the Crane Dog, producing the operation. Crane Dog, Binkman, Dustman. That's right. Is there a better trio on Sunday morning than that? It's a good trio. Big T was making biscuits and gravy, though. It's pretty good. Was he really? Yeah, he was. I know you like do, dabbling with that too, but uh, you gotta be hungry. To be honest with you, the thing hungry. about biscuits and gravy is you gotta have the Tabasco on top. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Do you make your own, or do you? Now, do Corner Cafe's got this gunslinger hot sauce, and I oh my it's made locally. It's made like a spring gunslinger hot sauce. And I throw it on there. I even bought some of it because I like it so much. So they I sell have, it in house. I have like forty hot sauces at home. I do you really? Like, yeah, a bunch. How do you know which one to use? I don't. I just grab one. To me, I have Tabasco. That's it. There's no better hot sauce than Tabasco. I'm a big fan of Tabasco and Louisiana hot sauce. Louisiana's I, a little... I have the variety packs, and I still have the gunslingers, that kind of stuff. Hot sauce every time you have pizza? Yes, 100%. So hot sauce you, everything. When you make a pizza, is it hot pepper, sauce. Parmesan, hot sauce? Yeah, I put hot sauce on salad, even. Do you really? Yeah, I do. What's the most obscure thing you think you put hot sauce on? Well, not ice cream, but pretty much every kind of food item you would have... I'll throw hot sauce on there. Potatoes. Burger. French fries. You put it on your burger? Yeah, absolutely. Really? 100%. Cheese, ketchup, mustard, pickle, onion, and a tomato, and then hot sauce? Uh, absolutely. Oh, fair enough. It's got to be a little bit off to the dust, man. A little bit. So. You're like the you're like the radio version of Mahomes, except you don't use ketchup. You use hot sauce. I'll never forget, like two years ago, it was snowing. So, you know, everybody goes in and gets bread, milk. And oh, yeah. For some reason, shredded cheese. Wachowski and I went to a store. Never get one. shredded cheese. Shred your own. I know. Wachowski and I went to a store one time that was near the station yeah. when it was snowing. We were curious what people were buying. <laughs> So this is like four years ago. So we're like, so let's just go to the store, see what people are buying. Right. And for some reason, they bought the hell out of the shredded cheese. They like shredded cheese. The bread milk is gone, man. Always. The stuff's gone. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Freeze it. Eggs, bread, milk. But anyway, I went to a store during a snowstorm, and like everybody else was buying bread milk, I was buying yeah. hot sauce. That's the only thing I was well, buying. Well, yeah, Tabasco's just well, on the shelf. I was behind line buying the milk and, and uh, bread guys, right? But So I was behind them with my hot sauce. Right. So, regardless. Speaking of hot sauce, you can get Josh Vernier, who's got plenty of hot sauce yeah, as the Royals try to avoid the sweep in yeah. St. Louis. 
Come on, Royals, man. Get, get, you can't get swept in St. Louis, man. You got three more in next weekend. I'll be at that game Friday, by the way. How about Olivares? Um, get this guy some more bats. Let's go. You on the team with Spec? Uh, I've been on Team um, Olivares. Okay, you and Spec. Spec all the uh, spring training home runs. You and the, no wonder you get you get all these opportunities. You and the boss have the same love in the players. Uh, and Yeah, I mean, Olivares is good, but yeah, you get Josh Vernier at noon. 610 Sports Radio, Jay Southland, Snow Service, text line. So I just hit three jacks with the Braves already. I, are you really going to get in there? Right, let's talk football again. Okay, yeah. Right, we we'll get sidetracked. All right, second bubble. Hot sauce. Second bubble. I took the Colts off. I've told you I was singing their praises. I was believing in Carson Wentz. Who was the guy that record. told you not to believe in the Colts? You didn't. But Thank you. Okay, here's the thing. One more time for the people in the back. Who told you not to believe in the Colts? Several people have, including you. Thank you. See, that was one. Kramer, too. But here's the thing about the Colts. I like their line better than the Bills. I like their running game better than the Bills. I like their defense better. How about than the their Bills. quarterback? Quarterback, that's a different thing. <laughs> Yo, listen, Jacob Eason's there now. Draft right. Jonathan Taylor. Georgia your quarterback transferred to Washington. But here's the thing. Yeah, I don't know if you heard this or not, but it was last week. Nick Foles was talking oh, at the press conference, and he it was kind of tampering because he was bringing up Frank Reich, maybe his favorite coach he's ever had. And wink, wink, wink. He says he feels better now than he ever has. Wink, right. wink, wink. Right. He's 32 years old. Simple champion. He feels he's prime. He's Got sitting behind Justin Fields and Andy Dalton as a third stringer. He could go to Indianapolis. Here's my thing. I was right. thinking, all right, he's going to go to Indy. They're yeah. going to start off 4-2. and two. Yeah. And they're going to keep Wentz on the bench and keep going with Nick Foles. That's just what they – like, Wentz is going to be Wally pipped again by Nick Foles the second time in a new They're going to put a statue of Nick Foles outside Indianapolis? Can you imagine being Carson Wentz seeing Nick Foles get traded to the Colts? Can you just be his? No, it's like you finally. It's like it's like you finally broke up with the ex who'd been cheating on you with the same guy. Here she comes, and then you left him. You left her, and you said, "You know what? I'm done with her. I'm I'm over it." And then you go to a new location, new city, new team. All of a sudden, the foot injury, and then when you're in your own element and you're in your own time and you're sitting there going, man, is this going to get any worse? Like, I, come on, man. I got a new location. I got a new team. What'd they say? And all of a sudden you look, We're dead of hell. Yeah. And then you look to your right. Or here, threshold of hell. You closure. look to your right. Here comes Napoleon Dynamite, who's got a nickname that we all know is very intimidating. Very. Very. And he's taking your spot again. And your who's wife. Already, your wife. At this point, it's wife and girlfriend. But at this point, he has, a, he has a statue in the city that you were you were drafted in, a Super Bowl ring that you were an MVP candidate before yeah, he got I, hurt. I know. And now. He's still of, in Chicago. That's fine for now. Well, you know he's getting up there because they don't like this Jacob Eason train. They, the, the Colts, man, I feel bad for the team. They, they just, like, they were so Why do you feel bad for the Colts? Well, I like Chris Ballard. When Andrew Luck just walked out on the preseason, like that team was up, they'd want to. He was. I don't feel bad for the Luck Colts. was the comeback player of the year. They'd made the playoffs. How many times did Chiefs goal. fans get their hearts ripped out by the Colts? I'm just saying, Jim Harbaugh, Peyton Manning, they're no gonna punt have to, game. They're going to have to draft quarterback. Andrew Luck, they're gonna have butt the most, fumble. They're going to have the most cap space of all NFL teams at the end. Andrew of the year. Lux, the Colts. Anyway, regardless, they're off that bubble. Okay. Okay. Are the they Ravens, third tier? Now the Bills are number two. Ravens are number three. Cleveland? 1A or 3A, 3B with Cleveland. Yeah. I have Cleveland there with the Ravens. I'm putting the Bills just a little bit ahead at this point. I was high on the Cleveland Browns. I still am. But I'm I'm, I'm liking what I'm hearing from Buffalo, seeing from Buffalo in their training camp. I put them just a little bit, but I think the Browns can but be right what there. what sticks out to you about Buffalo other than Josh Allen and I'll, Stephon I'll, Diggs? I'll say this right now. The second out of this bubble, yeah. the best defense out of this bubble resides in Cleveland. I think they've made enough additions to be better. Best offensive line in that bubble resides in Cleveland. 
I like what the line's doing here, but again, they got three All Pros. The only team that could say three, not Pro Bowlers, All Pros. Do you think you put best running trust, game? You in put the, enough well, trust in Baker. Ravens running game and the Browns running game. They're both excellent, but Baker Mayfield is not as good as Lamar Jackson. Fair. And Lamar Jackson did win a playoff game just like Baker Mayfield did. You know, they both won playoff games on the road, so they're both right there. Yeah. Both of them have trouble with Mahomes. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's 0-3. Baker lost to him. Actually, lost to Chad Henney with 744 left well, in the third be, quarter. Yeah, fair. Chiefs, but he, wasn't able, to, but he wasn't able to do it. Right. He wasn't able to finish the deal. When, I mean, they, they had their way. They got their wish. They got Mahomes out of the game. Right. And they couldn't consummate. They couldn't end the deal. But I do like what Cleveland's doing. I do like the fact they brought in 50% of the Rams secondary and Johnson and Hill. I like the things that they've done. I like, like their draft. Um, I, I like the fact they bring in all those defensive backs. They're like, like the Broncos. I had an argument with Kramer earlier about the AFC West. Because mm-hmm. I said the I said the Broncos. Big Raiders guy, Kramer. I said they may be better than the Chargers. I'll be honest with you because they, they they had a new head coach. Oh, who's better than the Chargers? I think the Broncos could be. Oh, Their defense. Well, listen, their defense. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Cortland Sutton, Jerry How much Judy, is Andy Noah Locke Fant. How much is Andy Locke paid? I'm just saying. They, there's an issue with the you animal-style burgers for life? Are you eating but the But Pat Shermer is back again, so Drew Locke's yeah. actually got the offensive coordinator back. But I'm saying. If he starts. But talent-wise, you know damn well at defense in Denver. Oh, Jerry Judy. And they got Jerry Judy on the outside. They yes. got Noah Fant. They got a good They got a good mix Cortland of Sutton, Gordon's Judy at the wide receiver. Javante Williams, the running back. Again, Fangio turns the keys over to Shermer. We'll see what they can do. But I do think at this point. I like them a little bit better than the Chargers. I know that's crazy, but let's talk about the second bubble. So your top three are? I took the Colts out of it. Your Bills, Bills Ravens, Browns, and Ravens. Okay. That's that's who are the hunter to the Chiefs. So to me. Those it, are the teams hunting the Chiefs. To me, it's the Browns. Because the Browns have the perfect recipe in order to slow the Chiefs down. They have a good defense. They have a lot of trust in that defense. The problem that the Browns have with the Chiefs is the Browns can suck the life out of a game. They have two RB1s on their team. That's the toughest situation to talk to people about fantasy football, by the way. Start talking to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the thing about the Browns is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb would be running back ones on any team in the league. In fact, Kareem Hunt was a running back one, but he messed up. And now he's in Cleveland. They're both very, very, very good running backs. They're very and not reminiscent only that, to the Ravens. Not only that, you get Odell Beckham back. And I know there's a lot of people in this industry that think Odell Beckham is washed that it's declining, he didn't play last year. No. He's coming back off an injury, and he's been able to rebuild. Jarvis. They also have Jarvis Landry. They've got Austin Hooper at a tight end. They are, to me, the top-tier team in the second bubble to and go Mayfield's against the Chiefs. a very good play-action quarterback with a very good play-action. The thing is, is that it's like the old Mike Tyson saying, everybody's great until you get punched in the face. Do right? you like, you're a fantasy football guy. Do you like the Big Ravens? Or August the, 22nd, by the way. Here's the Ravens and Browns, okay? Ingram's gone. Gus yeah. Edwards back. J.K. Dobbins gave him an increased role. J.K. Dobbins is a stud. Very big stud. But Lamar Jackson is a big part of that. He's the only running back in history, even over Michael Vick, who ran for 1,000 yards in two straight years. Sure. From the quarterback position. Well, they run that offense. They run the run and shoot. And with Chubb and Hunt, I mean, they're right there. The Ravens are right there with them as far as running the football. Right. And I do like Lamar Jackson better than Mayfield. But I think that- And they did draft Tylen Wallace and Bateman. And they bring in one. Yeah, I mean, so I think I, I think Lamar Jackson is a very, very, very great quarterback. I just don't think that he has two RB ones behind him. J.K. Dobbins is a stud, and as soon as that offense let him get more um, affiliated with that game plan, let, once they let and you could talk to Steven Sert about this. Him and I both drafted J.K. Dobbins last year in fantasy football, very high on J.K. Dobbins, and finally around week nine or ten, 
they started to be like, okay, maybe this guy is who we think he is. Maybe he should get a little bit more of a big role in this offense. And the Ravens started to play a little bit better. My problem is there's one factor that Cleveland, that Baltimore, that Buffalo all have the same problem having. They cannot beat 15 when it matters. None of them have done it. Again, here we are, Jay, August 8th. August 8th. You're from the show me state, so am I. Prove it. Show me. We're talking August 8th. The biggest problem doesn't resign in the AFC West. It doesn't resign in the AFC. The Chiefs' biggest problem is just going back to where they were last year and not getting embarrassed. No, their biggest problem is themselves. Right. Like, there's the, the one team that can beat them is themselves. Like, who, 100%. Who was it the other day talking about, oh, the biggest problem is injury? Well, obviously injuries are the biggest problem yeah. for a team. The Chiefs, that's literally the only thing the Chiefs have to worry about is something that they can't control. The Chiefs are better than the Browns. They're better than the Ravens. They're better than the Bills. We all know that because guess what? Last year, combined record against those three teams, they went 5-0, and okay? And they beat them on the big stage. They beat them in Baltimore on Monday night. Granted, it's COVID season. I get it. They beat them at their house on a primetime game. They beat Buffalo, primetime game at their house. They beat Buffalo, primetime game in Arrowhead on the AFC Championship game. And they beat Cleveland. And they gave them primetime at Arrowhead. And get, trust me, Stefanski is going to be a good addition for Baker Mayfield. We've seen the addition of that. But the thing is, the Chiefs can do whatever they want. They know they have the best in the West. They have the best in the West and the best in the land. Thing is, you have Baker Mayfield and the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. That's your biggest obstacle. Until you can get over that, sky's the limit. Andy Reid just gave out the injury report. Per Nate Taylor, okay. Demarcus Robinson in or uh, illness. Derek Nadi undisclosed. Darrell Williams concussion protocol. Tyler Clark neck. That's today. They should be starting the press conferences here in a little bit. They're indoors in the practice facility. We can only see the practice facility. We're still out by the fields and the sleds. It feels great out here, by the way. It does feel great. Oh, man. Except for that little rain we had. I wish that just wasn't here. A little little bubble, a little rain. Sideways rain. It ruined the whole day. Sprayed it sideways. Kind of. But anyway, we come back. Maybe we'll hear the Chiefs press conferences, but we'll talk about the Stevens. I, I know you're, you know, Jones and talk about this. I am too. Steve Spagnuolo, some interesting things to say this week. We'll talk about the defense for the Chiefs next. Coverage from training camp with Jay Binkley and Dusty Likens continues on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Back to St. Joe, right at the uh, side of the training camp. The Chiefs wrapping up practice for the day. They ended up going inside to finish practice for today, so they're up there at the indoor. How bummed were you to see them leave? I was bummed, man. I'm a, these are great seats. You know, I was getting ready to, to jam into your practice. Because I know you like their music they play. You guys have the same music. Well, place. I did come up here this week. Too. I had to see the pads, man. I had to see the padded practice. So, of course, I was going to be here. Uh, Matt McMullen, Chiefs uh, insider, works for the Chiefs, said uh, I mentioned Derek or, uh, Tardif still has the hand injury. Antonio Callaway, a bone bruise. Not good for him trying to make the squad. Willie Gay Jr. still in concussion protocol. Alex Okafor, hamstring. We've seen a lot of hamstring going on. Mike Rimmer still with the back spasms. Were the guys that didn't practice, Derek Nadi, Demarcus Robinson, and Tyler Clark, all left practice earlier. One of the things I've been talking about, Dusty, is yeah. I think both you and I are higher on this defense, and I think a lot of people around the NFL are. Right. Well, I'm high on their coaching staff. This defense, defense looks good. Matter of fact, defense has won the day a couple of days up here at practice. They've even admitted it. The offensive, the enemy even admitted it. Hey, the defense won the day today when he spoke, but Steve Spagnola was talking earlier, and one of the things he talked about, and we'll talk, we'll start here with the defensive backs. He was talking about he, he likes these defensive backs, he likes the room, and about Snead bouncing from the outside to the inside. Here's Spags. Okay. So Spags will be here in just a second. He's just freezing up a little bit. But if he, 
But anyway, Spags was talking right. about. But if you talk about Legereus Sneed, well, like, yeah. was he the biggest surprise of last year's team? I think so. 100%. I have his rookie of the year. And, and, and I know Clyde won it, the yeah. Mackley Hill yeah. rookie of the year. He won it. But Clyde, Legereus was 177 snaps on the outside, gets hurt. He comes back and he goes to the inside 164 snaps. Here's Spags on the uh, defensive backs. That's a challenging thing that uh, I sat with Legereus, what he's doing, to play inside most downs, and all of a sudden when we change the package, he's outside. But he's handled it real real well. If you guys remember last year, he was outside at the beginning, he got hurt, we brought him back, we wanted to get the best 11. That was hard, learning nickel in the middle, but he's doing an excellent job. The whole group, obviously, is led by Tyron, and he keeps those guys together. I, I really like watching the guys that haven't been here before, Mike, and I know uh, DeAndre Baker's been here, but he hasn't been out there a lot because of the injury. So it's all coming together. It's going to take a while. We're early in the process, but happy with the way this guys are working. DeAndre Baker, Mike Hughes will both be on this roster, both of them 18 and 19, yeah. round one picks, 30th picks overall. Mike Hughes. Dave Toby Toby even said he's going to surprise you in the return game, which, if you go back to UCF, he did have three returns for touchdowns his final year of college. But Jerry Sneed, I'm with you. I think he was the most important chief last year as a rookie. As a rookie. I know Clyde got the um, Mackley Hills, the Chiefs. Clyde got the accolades because offense sells. 1,100 all-purpose yards. I get it. He missed three games. Would have been better. Well, Jerry Sneed had to miss games, too. I mean, they both were injured. They both missed games. Well, Jerry Sneed's impact to me, because that's where the NFL is. The NFL is a throwing league. And you're as good as your corners are. And obviously, if you redrafted it, he'd be a first-round pick. He'd be ahead of Clyde. To be right. honest with you, oh, you yeah. ask every NFL GM, who would they take, Clyde or Jay Sneed? They'd take Sneed, obviously, the cornerback position. Right. Fenton's been working some in the nickel. Yeah. Outside is going to be a battle. DeAndre Baker, Mike Hughes, in, in certain situations, be Jerry Sneed on the outside. Those Mike Hughes comes in, or um, Mike Hughes comes in, and then Jerry Sneed would bounce to the inside to right. the slot where he's good. And I mentioned earlier – and he, Spags brought up Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew is a coach. He's an extension of the coaching staff on the field. He keeps, he keeps it moving, the man. Line. But Jerry Sneed kind of has some honey badger tendencies in him. You know, the, the yeah. way that he plays, the, the role of NFL, can he play in the slot? Can he play in the corner? Can you do different positions? That was Sneed last year. You may laugh. He could have had seven sacks last year. And then you say, well, is he a defensive back? But he was. Just, he had four, yeah. and he barely missed two. And he had the injury. So to say he could have had seven sacks, because they Spags started the blitzing corners towards the end. They went five straight games with the sack. Sneed bled into the playoffs getting the sacks. Baker got the one. But that game he was hurt, the Chargers game, and they had the backups. Right. But that was a part of it. That was an extension of their pass rush, not only with the Badger, but using the corners as well. To me, the biggest part about LeJarrius Sneed being great is the fact that he makes other guys around him great because – you have that triangle effect of defensive backs and that right side of the defense. Now, again, we, we've talked about how Legereus, if he needs to, can go in the inside and play the slot. But the biggest thing about that is that if you're going to bring back Juan Thornhill, Tyra Matthew, and Legereus Sneed, right side of your defense is, is, is locked up. So you're going to tell me that DeAndre Baker, who's a guy that was a first-round pick that's coming back to prove it to everybody else in the league that you know came over here last year on a little bit of a – a little bit of a handicap deal wasn't really a hundred percent. Got it. Got a new team. Got a new uh, you know system with Spagnola. You're going to put a former first round pick on the right on the left side. You got three guys on your right side that are all Pro Bowl or caliber defensive players. Juan Thornhill, I do believe, could be a Pro Bowl caliber defensive uh, defensive back. I think that Lejerry Sneed is a very very well capable of being a Pro Bowler, and obviously Tyron Matthews there. 
we're not even talking about the camp hero this year and Willie Gay. Like, the thing about Legereus Sneed is that Legereus Sneed is so important to this team because what's the one thing? Carrington, big time, is on this, about the Chiefs need that shutdown corner. Legereus Sneed put everybody to, to, to the capability of being able to relax last year because he was able to go on that outside. And the thing that's great about Legereus Sneed, he can play you on the outside being a deep threat, or he can play you in the slot. And the thing about LeJarius Sneed is he's also sneaky, fast, and aggressive when he wants to blitz. Like you said, he could have had six, seven sacks last year and had five. Tendencies. He could be the box safety. Put this put this in mind. Tyron Matthew, like his value to this team, right? it's more than just a player. Yeah, It's it's the coach in him, the way that he sees the field, the leadership capabilities. Again, when, when the Honey Badger left Cardinals and he went to the Texans, he was the team captain within two days. Two that, days. That was it. Yeah. And then he comes to Chiefs. That's what DeAndre Hopkins on that team. That was the biggest free agent move that they had to do. The biggest for Veach was, was the Honey Badger because he was an extension he of what molds. Steve Spagnola was going to do. And on he even. molds And Mahomes defense. told him on the phone. Because we talked to the Honey Badger. Pete and I did after he signed his contract. Right. So Mahomes called me. He said, hey, you be the quarterback on defense. That's what he did. I'll be the quarterback on offense. And look how much better this defense has been with Tyron Matthew as okay. the quarterback of the defense. You go back to 2019. Yeah. Honey Badger lined up in the slot 561 snaps. Box safety 387. Free safety 207. Defensive line 91 snaps. Wide corner 31 snaps. Total 1,217 snaps. And then you look at what he did last year. Safety, 508 snaps, a little bit more. Yeah. Slot cornerback, he was in the slot, 303 snaps. Oh, Huge. Yeah. Outside linebacker, 115. Keep in mind, standing up, standing up roll. Edge, 48 times. 48 snaps, he was on the edge, standing up, because they'll, they'll move these, the safeties out. Inside linebacker, 43 snaps. Left cornerback, 11. Right cornerback, 5. Interior defensive line, while standing up, three different times. And the th- that is what... People look like Jeremy Chin that was drafted with Panthers, right. didn't get a chance to see him last year, was hurt. Yeah. But that's the role he has with him, Isaiah Simmons. And, with that's, the Cardinals. What's, and that's what's crazy it's about Steed that. and the Badger. It's kind the, of remind me too. It's the fact that he can coach that on this defense. I know we got to get to a break. But he can coach that to LeJarrius Steed, and the sky is the limit for LeJarrius Steed because LeJarrius Steed is just going to get better. And when that contract comes through for Tyron Matthew and he's a chief for life, man, that defense is going to get so locked down that right side with Thornhill, Badger, and Steed. But they had to have him. I mean, you have Mahomes. He's got oh, yeah. total control of this offense. I know the enemies here in Kafka and Reed. Right. That's what, but he has total control over it. Yeah. Just just the feel, the way the guys look at him in the huddle, he's the leader. Right. That's the honey badger on defense. Yeah. I mean, he, the, his role, it, it goes beyond the player. Who's he goes the, on to – it's like having Spagnola, a young Spagnola right. playing on the field. With well, who's the, Sam Madison, Dave Mayer. He's an extension of them on the field. Who's the first offensive player on the field every day? Fifteen. Who's the first defensive player in the field? 32. Thank you. Enough said. That's where it's at. That's the quarterback, the quarterback. They run this team. And one of them wants a new contract, but he's still. And, they're gonna, and he's, you know, he's going to get it. But that's, that stuff speaks volumes. Right. It, that, that does. Just like Xavier oh, yeah. Howard, you know, in Miami, they quote one of the trade. He showed up to practice every day. The Dolphins talked about it. Right. Like Brian Flores is like, well, he shows up every day. He play, practices. Like, I think we want to keep this guy around. Like, they'll get him as cut. But that stuff matters to coaches. Sure it does. When you're the first dude. That's why they do it. That's why they do it. That's Dusty Likens. I'm Jay Binkley. Kramer Sansone producing the operation. Some of you have Cray questions dog. about the Kansas City Chiefs and training camp so far. Any surprises? We'll talk about the surprises of camp and your questions next. Coverage from training camp with Jay Binkley and Dusty Likens continues on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
Welcome back to Chiefs Training Camp Special. I'm Jay Binkley, Dusty Likens, the dust man out here with me, Kramer Sansone, the cream dog producing the operation. We hand things over to Verno the Inferno. Vern's on deck show. Is, is that what you're calling him now? Verno I've always in- called him that. But Verno uh, the Inferno? It's usually just a private thing, kind of. But he always gets mad at me for some things I talk to him about. Well, he's very sensitive on baseball subjects. Obviously, you and me and Vern have a nice little text exchange during every game. Yeah. Like every game this year, we've reached out to each other in some form or fashion. We like to call home runs. We still play our home run game, which Vern is getting absolutely destroyed at. Yeah. Um, at this point. But uh, Vern's on deck show, so... He'll tell you what Matheny said as they try to avoid the sweep in St. Louis. I know you're planning on going out to the ballpark this week. I'll be there Friday night for Friday those of you that want to come out and, and meet the werewolf. I'll be out there. I got. I kept going the following Tuesday against the Astros. I'm curious how they're going to react. You think there'll be an inflatable trash can? Nah, I think that thing's mostly done, but I hope not because they deserve it. Although the the, all of the rest of the baseball cheats, too, so. <laughs> Although they didn't catch anybody really, but one. Yeah, what's going on with, with, with the that? Pie they, they didn't catch they, they came out with well, spider tech, and then all yeah. of a sudden for like a week it was good. If I'm a pitcher right now, and I know Kramer agrees with this, if I'm a pitcher right now, I'm putting that stuff right back in my hair. Oh, absolutely. I'm going right back. I'm going right back to it. I'm going right back to I'm going, you know what? It's it's lax now. No one cares. <laughs> put it in my belt. Put it on my on my jock yeah. area. I'm going right back to the yeah. spider tech. You go right back to it. So I didn't exactly uh, solve anything because player evidently is a rampant problem, but evidently it wasn't because I was I was hoping they were going to do it in the All-Star game. Just oh, fun. my God. those guys would have been pissed. Well, now that Scherzer's in L.A., who oh, knows yeah, what he's yeah, doing? Yeah, that's uh, Vern. Vern's got you covered at noon. Of course, uh, three strikes, my favorite. Uh, and I know Vern's segment listening every now, single so. day. I listen to Vern's three strikes. Some days he's soft as Charmin. I'll tell him. I go, you dude, you're too- soft as Usually Charmin. he's tough. He's he's tough with his questions. Well, he better be tough today because I'll he gave you- a great one the other day. Name three players on the active roster that were born in '85 before the Royals won the World Series. On the active roster? On the that are on the active roster now. Does it, do coaches count? No, we'll talk about it after. Well, one of them was, right. one of them was well, we'll do it later because I don't want to give it away down. Vern's got his question. Well, one of them was Dyson. And we're talking Chiefs out here now. And there's a couple pictures on the uh, yeah. on the roster. But uh, Santana, I'll just give it to you. Santana. Uh, Wade Davis was not. I don't. I think he was 86 is when he was born. I could be wrong. But it was Santana was definitely Holland's got one of them. There. But regardless, yeah. Cheney Cramp surprises. Now, Pete. Like his initial 53, Pete Sweeney, editor-in-chief, oh, his initial man. 53 winner, I love it. I love these predictions. He didn't have Kemp. He had him on the outside. He goes, but I'm tempted to put Kemp in here. I'll tell you this much. Marcus Kemp has made a roster spot. Yeah. And keep this in mind, too. The Chiefs can can, can protect up to four players a week on their practice squad. So even if you go to the yeah. practice squad, they can protect you. Other times, you could, it's like Lilja. Lilja ended up being a Chief because the Colts put him in the practice squad. Chiefs had to put him on their 53. Right. So you can have six guys with veteran experience on your practice squad. There's 16 men like there were last year. So you can protect them. Like if a Cornell Powell had to go to that. Marcus Kemp will make this team, in my opinion. Yeah. He's flashed. Interesting career. How he was with the Chiefs, won a Super Bowl with them. Remember he went small stint with Miami last year. Right. He was activating. And then he right. got back with the Chiefs on the playoff roster. But he's a guy, and I know it's a Kemp guy, but he's really flashed out here. Pete even thinks to be on the roster. He gives the Chiefs something they don't have in that size. Right. They can, and he catches everything. Yeah, he's 6'5 and has hands of gold. And, and the other guy, and I don't know if he's going to be a battle, but Jody Fortson has been noticeable because coaches have talked about him. Right. Well, camp's good right in. We only got, what, like a week left well, to camp. Fortson's gained 20 pounds of muscle. Good. Okay, he's gone from wide receiver, tight end, and back and forth. He's at tight end now. But he's looking up at Blake Bell, Noah Gray, and Travis Kelsey. Now, Your guy, Noah Gray. Noah Gray's not losing his job. He's on this team. He's a tight end of the Travis Kelsey's on this team. Blake Bell's the only guy that Fortson could pass. 
But Blake Bell is the better blocker at this point, especially in 13 personnel with the three tight ends for the Chiefs. So it's going to be tough for him. Could make it on special teams because Tobe loves this group, but he even said so because you need to put put yourself at least in the twos. Right. I didn't know if I you're going to be on the team or not before I can use you on special teams. Is there – how much of that in camp is the fear of getting cut an advantage for guys like that to make a roster spot? Well, and he's been in around your here perspective. for so long. Well, Kemp's been around here for so long, but they're hungry. And you know what? Even a guy like Demarcus Robinson, the heavily practiced yeah. today, he's hungry. Because right. he, to me, is just like Taco Charlton. He's a Taco Charlton of offense. Same guy's trying to prove it in the NFL. DeMarcus thought he had proven it. I remember him on NFL Network two years ago. Well, being, they, like Dean Burleson, all these guys talking about you're going to get the bag. and all, He didn't get it. He ended up being back with the Chiefs on a one-year contract. He got a little year. bag, though. He yeah. had an opportunity to step up when Watkins was He's got a bigger bag than I got. So did Hardman, but he's back here again on a one-year prove-it type deal to Marcus Robinson. Same way with Taco Charlton. I look at him very similarly, you know, trying to make the right. DeMarcus on this team. He's on this team. That's going to be fine. We're talking about the guys in the Xers, the very end of the wide receiver, like a Marcus Camp. Because he's so valuable in special teams, right? I think he's on the team. But I think Fortson, I don't know. He's got to at least make the top three times. I think the other thing that helps Kemp out is his size and his trust with the quarterback. That's what everybody comes with um, when it comes to the Chiefs and this roster is that it's all about trust and who you have with 15. Demarcus Robinson is going to be on this team as long as – I don't know if he's going to be here as long as 15 is going to be here. I think that there's a reason that Demarcus Robinson no, is on this team. 15's going to be here longer than anybody. Correct. Honestly. No. Coaching staff, he's maybe Butker. Eh, or Trey Smith, if he gets that second contract, which he will. What about Humphreys? I, I still think it's going to be Mahomes. Cause Creed he, Humphreys will play 12 years. You got Mahomes. a four-year Mahomes. contract, and you're not a first-rounder, so you don't have a fifth-year option, then another four-year Mahomes is here. His 10 years hadn't even started. Right. There could be a possibility in a decade he's the only guy here. Do you I'd think Dar- Do you think Darwin Thompson makes this squad? It's gonna be tough. You think he gets it's gonna cut? It's gonna be tough. I mean, he started. The That's my biggest question of a guy. Derek that- McKinnon's look good, you know, and Daryl Williams in the right. circle. So they love Daryl Williams, and they're, they're only really gonna keep. It. They're only gonna keep three. And they love Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams is. You know what, Daryl Williams? Was, he, he was. He ruined Le'Veon Bell's spotlight last year. Right, Daryl Williams is the guy that Andy Reid can call on and be like, "Hey, don't fumble." Hit this gap, get us four yards, get off the field. He can do that every single Drive the time. bus, make some nacho cheese, you name it, that's your guy. Golly, give me some nacho cheese right now. That's your guy. I don't think Darwin Thompson makes this team. I don't think so either. As we wrap this up, I think that's the that's the sad no. L.E.T. I don't think hey, either does. Really? You yeah. don't think L.E.T. makes the team? Not thinking that. We're going to see some more. Well, they're going to keep that's somebody the else. They're gonna keep, well, that's the thing. That's the thing is you're going to keep somebody extra. you got to lose somewhere else. I don't think Darwin Thompson makes his team. And I know that's a rough topic to have on camp, and I know we're getting out of here. But It's Dusty Likens. I'm Jay Binkley from Training Camp. i got the Training Camp live show tomorrow on Odyssey. Make sure you check it out. Big Bird. The Crame Dog producing the operation. Big Crame. I appreciate it. I even got a weather report for him because he's staying in St. Joe last night. What's, oh. What do we got? What do we got? A little rain overnight? Well, boom, the rain hit us. Chiefs went inside. Ain't no rain in St. Louis hey. for Big Vern. It's game week, baby. It's game week. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Friday, Friday night, baby. Show next. Let's go. From training camp with Jay Binkley and Dusty Likens continues on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.